Enough of me, let's get back to this gorgeous view. I hope that you enjoyed the show. Welcome to the Black Pew. going on everybody uh black view podcast uh first show of the new year how is everybody doing as well sweet excellent we good we real good lost some jays but it's cool <laughs> i can't wait him right down these jays marv was telling us i about love my it. shoes oh. i love my shoes sorry Do you, somebody's out there fly right now though somebody's fly right super fly you can't even find high tops right now nothing is high top right now they go it's mid and low Everybody Here, want them. That's annoying. Everybody want them. Maybe I can find a pair of yours and buy them off that guy. That was smooth. That was cold Somebody real up. fly right now, and right. I'm jealous. No, somebody came up. I ain't even gonna lie. What size? They 13s. Yeah. No, no, big no, feet no, over yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, but no. you know what I'm saying? They came up. Not only do they came up, they smell good in a mug right oh, now, yeah, too. Yeah, because what they get? Givenchy in the East Saint Laurent, Givenchy. man. Givenchy, Saint Laurent. That smells so good right now. Come on. I used to love smelling he's myself, like, man. Listen, you, you smell no, like how me, dare him? Right? You right. Dude, do you know I feel naked right now because I can't smell myself? Oh, yeah, when, when men don't smell good and they walk past them, yeah, yeah, that, I when feel they that. smell good, like, what does he have on? I got to go to to the work. Always <laughs> my conversation piece, man. You know, I be at work and, you know, all the... Never mind. Um, oh, yeah, wow. Yeah. Okay. No, it will. At a stop. <laughs> yeah, no, I yeah. just learned to understand, like, I have to ask if they smell good because I might want to smell that on you. You know what I mean? I have to no, ask for real. Like, what do you have on? Yeah, and my mom is the same way. We love, we love men's colognes. That is that stuff right there. They they know what they did with those colognes. Yeah, no, I I only wear it because the chick smelled me and she's like, "This is what you need to wear," and that's what she put on me. Hey, that's how it goes. That's the best. That's how it works. And she done yeah. messed up because now everybody wants you. I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> oh no, they love you. They be like, oh, that Givon G be fire. No, no. I wear Isimiyaki. Issy is bomb. Well, you that's know, that's, that's, I don't think Issy Miyake going to do too well in a little bit after this uh, whole, you know, surviving Playboy thing come out. You feel me? Because that brand actually was very, became very big be, be, beyond the endorsement of Hugh Hefner. Really? Yeah. Wow. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't know that at all. I used to wear Issy Miyake. Only because I used to wear Isimiyaki because it was endorsed by the Playboy Mansion. I just thought I thought it was a I thought it was just you a, you get a bunny boy. well because they, they talked about the endorphins because if you if you really smell it it has a weird smell to it. Mm-hmm. But it's a little it was, sweet, but also has something else like to this it. tangy kind yeah, of smell yeah. to it. Mm-hmm. And it was supposed to be that the, the the smell was supposed to be like um, like a a a, it was supposed to be like a, a seductive kind of smell, mm. a seductive kind of like science to Issey Miyake. Mm. Um, and so that's why I wore it. Um, and that's why I was endorsed by somebody like Hugh Hefner. But I mean, now, you know, you never know. 
Cancel culture. When is that coming out? I need, it's coming I need, out soon. I've been seeing all the little things for it, and they got his right hand. They got a little bottom thing. She up in there talking about it. I heard. I day saw one, that. His day one is out there talking about, oh, I had this, you feel me? It was bad. He's not going nowhere if, that, if it's actually effective. Well, he's not. He's dead, so. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be just like, you know, the Survivor Neverland type of thing, but, um, I mean, the thing is, is that there's so many things, so many brands that have connected themselves to the Playboy uh, brand over the years that may take some blowback from it because what you're starting to see is that there's a lot of people who've known what is like the Bill Cosby things coming out. And what they're starting to show is there's a lot of people who've known that this behavior existed, yet they enabled it. And so then you come and say, like, well, how far does it go? Like, how many people endorsed these men knew what their lifestyles was like if all these people know? If somebody like Hannibal Burris could make uh, Bill Cosby, Bill Cosby the, uh, make everybody alert to Bill Cosby because that's the only reason it started because Hannibal Burris had a joke. If he doesn't do that joke, none of us are going down this Bill Cosby rabbit hole. But True. he does a joke, and we go down this Bill Cosby rabbit hole. Something that's been going on for a long time that a lot of people had a knowledge about, you know. Mm-hmm. And so, I didn't know that uh, Burgess was was well the one that instigated that. Well, not even, yeah. Well, you know, it was just a little small joke, not even a big joke, mm-hmm. very small joke. And it was, it was, all it was saying was, is like, you're giving his dimes right here. This is good. No, but it's all I was saying is like, you know, yeah, it was, y'all, it, been, y'all worried about all this, but y'all ain't been paying attention to what he been doing uh, his whole, and that's cutting pretty much all the joke did was just shine a little bit of awareness. Like, you know, everybody worried about this, but the dude, one of the guys, you guys hold on the highest pedestal right. yeah. is, is grimy in the mug, yeah. you know? And so that one. That was the things that he wasn't even trying to like. He, set him up for failure. Yeah, he wasn't trying to set up Bill or nothing. He was just like, for one thing, he was just like, uh, y'all don't know. Like this, this dude been doing this things for a long time, and it wasn't like he was trying to drop the dime because there's some, there's some a lot of black comedians who wasn't rocking with Bill mm-hmm. because of how he treated them mm-hmm. and how. Um, better and how how he was yeah he better be, was like better than them and also y'all he, should y'all shouldn't be cussing he was Uncle Ruckus yeah he was he, he really was, was. he, he was really Uncle was Ruckus. he was like y'all shouldn't be cussing on these mic on these stages y'all need to do clean comedy and that's the only way I'm gonna support you guys and there's a lot of them that have stories like yo I lost money I lost uh I lost a chance to do something because Bill was like no don't give him don't give them that shot yet. Mm-hmm. People talk about the gatekeepers, mm-hmm. and there really was gatekeepers. There mm-hmm. still are gatekeepers, mm-hmm. but there, he was one of those gatekeepers, and if not one of the most powerful at that time, mm-hmm. because he was one of the only ones that can tra- transition from all black to to even white uh, white TV. You know, so he could play both sides of the card. He was one of the first to do it on TV. Mm-hmm. Well, so, his secret but, came out, and he's and it busts hell's gate wide open, baby. But it doesn't really <laughs> beyond just that now. Does it matter, now though? we got TikTok. It, now we got it matters YouTube. Why does it? It set his life mm-hmm. back a little. Why? You know how, how did it? He wasn't able to. I'm sure make ends. I'm sure people cut their losses. Bill Cosby with almost him. 90 years old. Bill Cosby done lived a life. He done. He done screwed whores. He done did everything. He done you did right. drugs. He done had parties. He done, mm-hmm. He's he lived closer his best to the life. end of it. So what does it solve? A You're bunch right. of a this bunch of chicks get a, a bunch of chicks do get a chance to, to tell their truth. 
That's that's it. That's all you get. It doesn't. You don't really condemn him. He's lived a great life. Even if you sentence him to prison for the rest of his life, he it's still, still compared. He still he still lived like a god for most of his life. And so, if that be the case, who really suffers? The 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 really the women. Because right. now we get to know your story. We understand what you did to try to become famous. That's pretty much what mm-hmm. you did in your most desperate state. Mm-hmm. That we know that about you. Yep. Other than that, what does it really help? People want to say he's a monster. Okay, yeah, that's true. Yes. But he was a monster that lived in paradise for a long time. We're going to say the same thing about Hugh Hefner. Mm-hmm. The man died before we got to be able to... He lived Point in paradise his yeah. whole life. Because a lot of stuff that they're saying now, they could have said while he was alive, but they oh, chose. They, wait. they, they chose. Wait. They chose not to until it's like, hey, he did. He he did. Okay. Let's spit on his name I now. Can I can tell you now. I, well, I can tell you the truth now. Before, we just was looking at him as a pioneer. Like if Bill had never, if Bill had never, like went to court, if people had never went to court, took and built a court. A lot of stuff would have been. He'd go down as a legend. A lot of yeah, he would still go down as a legend. The Cosby Show would still be on. Yeah. TV. They pull it for real. They, yeah. well, I mean, you can still, you can still, there's still places. No, there's, there's places you can still watch. Yeah, you can still watch. It. It's just not on the main, the okay. main joints. Like, but like, there's other things that still stayed on after the person was found out to be doing stuff. Like, what Play Playboy still gonna be held in. Higher regard. So, so put it this way. I thought about this the other day, because I, uh, R. Kelly, right? Mm-hmm. I thought about this R. Kelly thing, right? And people want cancel, 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 cancel R. Kelly. And then I thought about it, and I said, you can't cancel R. Kelly, because if you cancel R. Kelly, there's a lot of innocent people that, that have hurt. nothing to do with what happened. They may not even know what what was going on. They get hurt by that. Because not only did R. Kelly make a ton of music, he wrote so much music. There are so many people who benefited from the pen of R. Kelly. He produced so much music. So we're not even just talking about his own catalog. We're talking about majority of music now. There's a lot of music. There's a lot of music. So you do that, are you going to also cancel stuff like Bob Weinstein and everything that he did with uh, Dimension uh, Films and, you know, that kind of stuff. And the like, Weinstein Company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, think, I think that's the thing. It's like... It's hard to do It's hard to do it's that. It's hard to do that. Like, with R. Kelly, you can take... You can say, okay, we take him off of certain platforms, music platforms, but then, but then there's still a pretty good amount of songs that were, are with him that might get pushed down on the platform, but they're still on. Mm-hmm. Right. Who ain't gonna step in the name of love? Come exactly. They you come on. Ain't play, nobody thinking about. If you oh, play it in Chicago, you yeah. play that it's thing anywhere, down, yeah. I don't and care. it's going. Yeah. And you could be yes. down south in the most <laughs> hickest place or whatever, and they square dancing. You play step in the name of love. I'm pretty sure they're gonna get down to it. It's one of those things, you know. It's just like he may, but even regardless of that, there's so much music feel good that you it. hear. Yeah. What is so much music that you'll hear that don't have the sound of his voice or his name highlined on it, mm-hmm. yet somewhere in the credits, he's given, mm-hmm. he's given written credits. or he's get, And so that's what I'm saying, our producer or whatever. So there's so, he's blessed so, so much of the music industry 
with the gift that he had musically that it's hard to cancel him because if you cancel him, you cancel most of the music that we enjoyed through his tenure. That had nothing to do with what his deeds. Yeah, nothing to do with who he, he, him as a person and the art that he created should mm-hmm. be separated. Would you buy the rights to his music if you had the chance? Absolutely. Yes. They're up for they're up for they're up for sale. Really? Mm-hmm. They're up for sale. Uh what is it? They generate I think they said yes. between one and two million things. Yes. Oh, I think it's like one to three million a year. They generate that's how much money his his catalog and stuff generate. Would you buy it as if if you were? Yes, you know why. Definitely, it's because what happens then is how many people can remake a song, how many people can sample a song. Are everybody would have to do that? They would have to go through you. Mm-hmm. And so, it wouldn't even matter because he's gonna get the spins. Yep. Somebody out there right now is saying, I don't give a damn what R. Kelly did. Let him burn in hell for his own personal sins. But guess what? I still believe I can fly. So that's make a remix that's, of that. Yeah. Toya, toya. That's Come the thing. Now. I think somebody is going to say maybe they let a, a few more years pass off because they've been his people have been trying to sell his music and no no company wants to buy it now no person wants to buy it now well, it's toxic right now but it's silly yeah well was it, it has a name on it it's toxic you 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 buy it so right you now if you pay the money investment. That is but, yeah, investment. But, but if you pay it right if you pay the money right now who benefits off of it are all the names of the, the exactly so moms every toxic time too, when, if, if what i'm saying if you pay it babies. you pay it and he benefits from that he profits from that First, what people are going to start doing is turning towards whoever buys it, because now they're going to say, "Is you line the pocket of the monster?" Yep, mm. yep. But you gotta. Some people are going to let it fall to somebody else, yeah. and then buy it, and then buy it. They're going to let the price drop. Yeah, the price just, is going to drop. Just mm-hmm. like death, just like death row is owned by like Hasbro, <laughs> Hasbro or something like that. <laughs> the name Death Row Records and what they had, the whatever they had is owned by some uh, a toy company because they bought it with a bunch of other things in sales no nothing they were they were trying to make money off of all their old royalties and all they weren't worth nothing and then should got in trouble and was in, in in prison and they needed to make some money so they had to sell and that's what people are waiting on right now. They're just waiting for the stock of, of his catalog to drop because they're going to eventually get desperate and have to sell. And that and to, and to like Fat Joe said, today's uh, today's price is not tomorrow's price. Mm-hmm. Or yesterday's price is not today's price. No. And so that can go either one or two ways. Either the price increases or decreases. And mm-hmm. for him, it's going to decrease. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And someone's going to buy it cheap. Yep. Yeah, I, I mean, make a ton of money off of it. For real, they gonna make because all you got to do is you can repackage it, and I mean, you you might, but somebody might, some person on the you internet know. is gonna be like, "Well, I got to do the research." You know, if you but buy his catalog, how would you get your hands on? You might get your hands on so much unreleased music, so much. Mm. Yeah. I'm talking about you could be selling beats, so much stuff out there. Yeah, remakes, all that you yes. can make that money back just like that. Yeah, because you could you could you could package it with a, a record label with a new artist. Yeah, Completely. and they can take a part of a song, and change it, and then probably like like oh like. 
That's all that's they a, that's do a right hit. now. You wouldn't even have to change it. And you got, they'd be like, that's a hit. Where, they could sing it word for word. Yeah. They could sing it word for word. They could pull an Elvis Presley. Sing it <laughs> word for word. Mm-hmm. And know you got it out the muddy waters. Like, just like that. Like, for real. And still make money off of it. That's crazy. True. As long as he's not the one doing it. Yeah, that's as long as yeah, that's all that matters. As long as yeah, you're not. So I'm not going to help Jacquees become the king of. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm done with that. <laughs> he he think he gonna do yeah. it with all that stuff. Okay, what are y'all? Jack what we gonna to switch topics to this um, Kanye West? <laughs> uh, him Kanye. moving across the street from Kim and them. I felt like that happened to me with my ex husband. I didn't even know he lived at the next light. That stuff kind of creepy. I'm like, maybe if we conversed about it so that you could be close. But I don't want to wake up and my kids be like, oh, mom, well, there's dad's house. I'm like, no, no, no. Your dad lives in a whole other city. No, 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 no. He's right there. He's right there. That stuff, that stuff kind of, I hope she's okay with it. I mean, I can understand why he wants to do it to be, if this is why he wants to do it, to be closer to his kids. That makes sense. But you don't have to be next door. So he rapped about it and he spoke about it, and that was the reason why he did it. I don't have a problem with it, and the only reason why I don't have a problem with it is because Kanye got the money to do it. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, regardless but her of the bubble. fact, it's her bubble. It's, it's, it's her not. Space. It's not like he. It's not like that's his primary living spot. No. You know, he got houses up to Yin Yang. He's Kanye, mm-hmm. but for me. Oh, is yeah. that one? Is that one of his? It's one of his. Oh, okay. I didn't. Yeah. Know. I thought he. So he bought it. My thinking was he. He, he bought it. I thought it, that was the primary. He bought okay, it okay. because, no. and so when he does the like when he, when they do the little visitation thing or when they do the little parental thing and the kids are with him, they just come across the street and they live at his, stay at his house. Oh. And so he was just doing it to make it easier for the parental situation. That's beautiful. So they all have, and so like it's funny because he just did this new song and he has this line where he's saying like he has the best divorce ever. I'll come pick you up and we can go to court together. Matter of fact, we can go get your scissor, sister and we can go get court together. So what he's saying is that a lot of other people from the outside have this idea of the only the only real thing I think that he has a problem with is the P. Davidson. Thing. Yeah. But other than that, I think people have this idea that there's like this turmoil on the inside of what's going on with them. And I just think that they realize that they couldn't be with each other because the, the worlds were just too different. Yeah. She couldn't handle his personality his- and he couldn't handle his their, ups and downs and she he could and i think that what they had going on inflamed that you know i think that he he couldn't handle the keeping up with the kardashian type of stuff mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and i don't and i think that that sent him overboard and they weren't ready for his level of bipolar mm-hmm. and so it, it doesn't mesh well with their brand definitely not at all like, definitely not. I mean, but all what i do like people. about this whole Social media, social media aspects. People are throwing shade to him on social media, being like, "Oh, this is that place is, looks like a cheap, rundown hellhole." But in all reality, he could just—he's got the capital to just knock it down and build a new one, quadruple the value of what it is, and then right. and still come out looking at but them of like, they "What first do you talk want?" About you. They they know you got the money to do it, but. They just got to talk about you. It just feels good. You know what I mean? I just say, hey, instead of, I, 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 the thing I don't like about it is, is like, and, and Antonio Brown said this not too long ago, 
couple days ago. He says, people see you do stuff and they don't understand where you come from. So they immediately think mm-hmm. that it's crazy or, you know, out of the ordinary. Um, but they got to understand Kanye said, you know, his mom moved from Atlanta to Chicago. His dad didn't move to Chicago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, he grew up with a single mother and didn't have that relationship with his dad. So for him, because he has the means to do it, yeah, he if he, he going yeah, to move right it. across the street from his kids mm. because if I, I'm not going to make any type of gap or any excuse for me to not be able to see them, I'm right across the street, you know? And so that, I, I think that's a, that's – People don't understand it. I think I give that's big energy. I, I love the energy that Kanye have for his kids. That's that people don't talk about that. Instead of saying that that's crazy, people should be talking about how great of a father he is to his kids mm-hmm. and how lucky they are to have a father like that. How much that. the kids benefit from that? that. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like, this is the second time that me and my ex husband lived near each other. This time wasn't even on purpose, but. I now see the benefit before it was right after our divorce. So I was like, I need my space. You're too close. Yeah. But now that my kids are older, this is almost 10 years later, I'm like, Ooh, could you call your daddy, please? Could you come? Listen, you ain't got to, hey, you don't have to follow my rules. He live right up the street, y'all. You ain't <laughs> Yeah, you know what I mean? So, Job done. Or to be able to call him and be like, hey, you right up the street. Can you come grab them? Yeah. You yeah. Know? The convenience so it, of the it, convenience it is helps. nice, you know. Yeah. It, it's really nice. I think that once people realize that in, in raising a child it takes more than one person, yeah, you know, and if you guys can sit down and communicate and have that, we don't really have to do too much communicating unless it's about the children. We don't have to hate each other mm-hmm. in front of the children. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. This is what matters. Mm-hmm. And so having them be closer will make it a lot easier for the kids to be able to, you know, transition. Because that's a transition when you go from having a two-parent household to one parent household. Well, and, and and just speaking from experience, like it's also when the house splits up, like, and I and I think most people don't look at it more times than not, not all the time, but more times than not, the mother becomes a primary parent, mm-hmm. right? And so when that happens, the father's life drastically changes, and nobody really thinks about it. They think, oh, well, it becomes easier because he doesn't have kids at home. Well, no, time management becomes everything because now you know it becomes work and you you may not live across the street from your child's mother you may live 40 miles away from her 50 miles away from her so the access to them isn't that easy so you can't just go over there every day and it, it, it becomes all these certain type of things and so we look at all these things and, and we become like set in in how society should be going forward i remember um dating a, a chick and her and her baby's dad were hella cool. And at that point in my mind, being so immature, I, I had a problem with that. Like, why are y'all so cool? Like, <laughs> like y'all anim- broke up? It's like, supposed to be supposed animosity, to be- yeah. No, you think that. <laughs> yeah. But you, you, you start to think like, mm-hmm. but they got kids together. Mm-hmm. So why would I want them to be showing be this thing. ill will in yeah. front of the kids? But my my immaturity and wanting to be in this relationship and be secure in it so much felt threatened because she became, she put herself in a mature co-parenting relationship. It shouldn't be like that, Mm -hmm. but society has conditioned us to feel like, you know what, this is how it should always be. Once you guys break up, you can't stand each other. And that's just what it is. 
and you need to show the world you can't stand each other. But it shouldn't be like that. It should be like, hey, we didn't work out romantically. That don't mean that the time we spent together didn't mean anything. Yeah. Well, if it if it, uh, the world worked out perfectly, then the lawyers wouldn't be making money. So that, uh, <laughs> if you're if you're fighting, if you're constantly fighting, they can't make no money, right? Right. right. Yeah. Right. And I, and, I, and I get that, but we become so blinded by what other. It's like we're talking about the shows and stuff like that. Like I don't watch shows when they come out. Because a lot of times you get blinded by other people's opinion. So if you think about it, you go to Facebook, you go to all these other people are talking about, oh, uh, and I only know these these names. I ain't never seen Power, but I know Tyreek, you yeah. know, because people everybody talk about hit. it. Yeah, everybody everybody just, oh, yeah. oh, Ghost and uh, Tyreek and all this, and you feel me? And you see it all. In, yeah, I know so I know a lot about Power, and I ain't never watched an episode because I see it on social yeah. media. And so people's people. People come together, society comes together and tries to shape the minds of individuals. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of times I'm not on the gravy train when it's when it's hyphy. Because I you want to hi- see it from my own your self. own perspective. Exactly. Yeah. And so when you have people like lawyers and you have people like that, they're 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 conditioning you mm-hmm. to think you. a certain type of way because mm-hmm. that's how they win. Yes. And so that's how they profit. So a lot of times you go into these things. Not with your own your own mindset or your own opinion, but the way what's going to take to win, and so what, uh, the drive of an industry, mm-hmm. exactly, and so that's where you have that cog between, you know, the way things should be and the way we think because the way society has groomed us, you know, and mm-hmm. so yeah, people should be you should be able to be, uh, you should be able to be friends with your ex and be able to have a healthy relationship mm-hmm. with your ex if you especially if you have children with each other mm-hmm. and yeah. be able to move on and have a healthy relationship beyond that with somebody who understands that you have to have a healthy relationship with the cho- with the the other half the of your children father, yeah. exactly or and mother. so and most people don't and society doesn't necessarily push that i think we we also with stars we see that they are supposed to be toxic because we're supposed to get a good song. We're supposed to get a good. We're supposed to get a good EP. We're supposed to get a good album. Every, every time Adele breaks up with somebody, we get a good. We get Mary a good Jay, album. She says fire. Taylor Swift. No love when she was not depressed or sad. Exactly. You know? And so we thinking Mary like, Jay hey, these breakups are supposed one. to be like Taylor Swift. Yeah, because that's what car- but that's what carries us through. Yeah. So if you you ex- feeling down, you put on. A chick put on an Adele song, you feel me, or some uh, what's the what's the Ari Lennox, or you, you feel mm-hmm. me, or or something like that. That's what, get, and their pain is because regardless on their stature, you're able to be like, you know what, that person is human. I, they feel the same feelings I feel, and I think that's what people strive off of, and that's why they make the money off of it. And when people who have everything are feeling good, we don't want to pay money for that because I. Okay, I know you feeling. I know life is good for you. You, you mm-hmm. red carpets and, and and traveling across the world. But you want to find someone to relate to. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and so when they're in the breakups and that pain, you know, you look at it with uh, uh, P Diddy. Yes. They talked about P Diddy and how he rivaled a lot of the people against each other because he knew that tension mm-hmm. was going to bring out the best product. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. and so that's what we pay for. We pay for their pain. Brand we, new Eminem versus MGK. I haven't heard it. 
you know, I have I, no. I, I'm gonna say, I have a jaded uh, uh, state of mind against MGK because mm-hmm. I just seen him in a picture with his nails done. And <laughs> he lost. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what so, I was right there. He lost. Once I seen that, I was like, checked out. Yeah. You know, I got to get better on that end of my life. Mm-hmm. You know, but, <laughs> <laughs> but I checked out. I was like. It, it wasn't like regular nails did. Like I can respect the man who get like a manicure, pedicure. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, my man had like acrylics on or nope. something like okay. that. I don't so you know. Lost me and too. then yeah, I was like, and it was like the point, long pointy ones and stuff like that. Ooh. And the uh, whole, MGK. The whole thing with Eminem basically turned. He was like, I got to go rock. Yeah, I got to go to rock or something. Yeah, to be MGK. Out of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, he went yeah. to rock. Well, him and Megan are on some wild, weird stuff right now. They right talking about now, they drank yes. some blood of each other and yeah. stuff she like said that. She drank his blood. Yeah, okay. yeah. Like, on some wild stuff right now. I think now. he got her That's something, something of her tattooed on him. Hey, they wild for the for their. I think it might have been the tattoo for the ring. The only thing Something that like I thought, the only thing that one. I thought was dope that he did. That's it, though. The only mm-hmm. thing I thought that was dope was did he did is that they supposedly um, met under this tree, mm-hmm. and he proposed to her under the tree, but he had it recreated to where it was two trees. So not only was it the tree that they met under, but it, he recreated the, the other tree to where it was like two trees. So that one tree represented the two. Like, I thought that was dope. I was like, okay, mm-hmm. I get that too. That's the hands down one of the dopest proposals I ever heard. You know, like, <laughs> no, you, I mean, like, the, boom, we gonna go to this tree, but not only we gonna go to this tree, but there is another There's tree no that place. I made. Yeah. That, like okay, it represents. Yeah, and then that's what's that's up. Nice. But everything else, the drinking the blood and all that, and yeah, you know, too much. yeah, you guys lost me there. Perfect. And but like I don't know. Um, but you said you had his your. Y'all drink blood? Oh, no, no. Lip. Chris, oh, asked, me, <laughs> Chris <laughs> asked me to kiss a piece of paper so he can have it tattooed. I was like, you do? You want to do that? He's like, yeah. Yes. I, I, I didn't ask. I think that's dope if it's the person you're with. Like, I don't see anything wrong with that. Like, I think I've known people uh, growing up, they, like, got people's names. Uh, I think tattoos, they're semi-permanent. You can get them. has my name on him. All right. You can I get got it. A, I got a rule, <laughs> and I got a theory. I don't think you should do names, right? And 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 my mom taught me this early. Rest in peace to uh, uh, Lisa Left Eye. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is the perfect example. She was dating Andre Rising. Andre Rising played for the Falcons. Yeah, it's number eighty-one. She got the Atlanta Falcon number eighty-one tattooed. On her arm for Andre Rising. The next year, he get traded to the Kansas City Chiefs, and so now that Atlanta Falcons thing is all said and done. <laughs> yeah, he's mm-hmm. on the Chiefs, and then they get into it, so they break up, and she burned his house down. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, you know, at that point, I don't think you could mess with a chick that burned your house down, mm-hmm. and that's it. So my mom told me at that point while we was watching the news and the house was burning down. She said, I want to tell you one thing. You don't get nobody's name tattooed on you because one thing that's not forever is relationships. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, Bet, okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. But she said, "This is what, if you want to do anything, you can't symbolize for that. Yeah. So mm-hmm. my yeah. mom 
used to call my dad her ace of spades. So, you know, rest her soul, God rest her soul. So she got a tattoo from her for for him, and it was a deck of cards, and it highlighted the ace of spades. So when we you seen it, you knew who that represented was, yeah. for, and it was like you had to be close to them to know that. And so it had more meaning than anything. I got a name tattooed on me, and it wasn't... It wasn't a, a, a chick that I was intimate with, but it, it ended up being a bad situation because it was not what it intended to be. And so, like, I just don't, I don't do it. It's not my thing. I don't have anything against people who do do it, but I just, it's not my thing. So, yeah. Chris yeah. and I and my sister went, because my father loved elephants. And so we oh, see, all symbolism. went and got elephants. Yeah, that's dope. He went and got it for my dad. And I was, you know, he but didn't have different. to, but... I loved you know her dad. I mean? so, but, but, but this is what I'm saying. He that's was the flyest similar. dude I've ever met in my entire life. I could he not. believe he was, too. This mm. guy moved with an elegance well, that was father, just. God rest his soul. We from Illinois. So that's he would always say. Man, when you say. When you talk about stepping in the name of love, this so guy he right here. He was defin- the finest thing in Chicago. The sheer really? definition oh, yeah. of it. He would glide and he would mm. be in the Elks. And he'd have like lines of chicks trying to be with him. Just, just like he's just here for the weekend. Yeah, and like when he leave, they're like, "Where your, your daddy at?" <laughs> I feel like that's I feel like that's my like 15, <laughs> about fifteen years. That's smart, baby. Uh, yes. Fifteen twenty years, it's gonna be me just like my son gonna be saying that about me. Yeah, what? <laughs> <laughs> At the Elks, it's, it's so funny because the Elks is a specific like it, is. it has no matter where you are in the yeah. country, you what, you go to the Elks Lounge, you know exactly what's mm-hmm. going on there. Like you, and you know who you gonna find there. You know yes. who you gonna find. You know there. You, gonna you, find you know what type of people yeah. you gonna find there. You no know, foolery. Yep. And I love it. No foolery. And you know it. what's gonna be you like old school. If you going yes. there with a good attitude, you gonna have you a good, best good time. time. The best time. You gonna have like people were asking me why I was going there was great time. when I was yes. in my late twenties. I was like, man, there's no drama. The music is good. I'm gonna get my little sip and I'm gonna do my dance and I'm yep. gonna go home. I don't yep. have to worry and it's not no that. extra. Nothing. No. Yep. Not no extra. And mm-hmm. I loved it because yep. at the time that's when everybody was at latitude and this and I'm like, did somebody get shot last week? Because I ain't going. The rose game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. See, mm-hmm. I ain't got time for this. Mm-hmm. If you couldn't I cut it at the Elks Lounge, you went to the Rose Petal. <laughs> the Rose Petal. <laughs> yeah. I haven't even heard of there. You ain't never heard of the Rose Petal. Oh, oh he yeah. got a little juke joint, y'all. Oh, now it's Caballeros. The Rose Petal. The Rose Petals in oh, yeah. Seattle. That's you ain't go. Mm-hmm. That's where he might get popped in the parking lot. You feel me? But it was an old school, older school crowd, though. You know, like yeah. it'd be people. Old oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's like. Now it's called La Familia, and it's in Des Moines, <laughs> and you know, same stuff be happening in Des Moines. So you know, they just not too long, a couple, uh, what about three months back, they like had six people get shot in the parking lot. Stop. Three of them, yeah, Damn. like four died. In their 50s, yeah. 60s? No. it's an older crowd. What are we doing? Matter of fact, you know, I ain't gonna say the people's names. I hope they got but wheels there was some folks from my church. I went. I went one day because I got invited by somebody. They was like, come meet me at this little spot. I'm like, all right, cool. I ain't know nothing about it. I pulled up in a parking lot, and I'm like, this is not really one of my scenes. <laughs> you feel me? <laughs> but, you know, I ain't no punk. You feel me? I ain't finna wow. just be like, started off in the parking lot. I ain't going to meet you there because I knew if I said I ain't going to meet you there and they knew that I was on my way, that I punked out in the parking lot. So I'm like, you know what? I'm finna just do it. I'm on my solo. 
but I'm finna just do it. I'm finna just, you know, <clears throat> walk in there by myself. So I did, you feel me? And I walked in, and then I was like, ooh, snaps. And it was some people in, on le- so the leadership so. of my so church. So, huh? It was some leadership folks in my Uh-oh. church. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, snaps, they up in here? <laughs> <laughs> I had to do a little, what are you, you feel me? Uh, there's they no point in doing that. They're there. Who are you hiding so, from? She oh, there, no, too. they there, but you have, once, I, once I seen them, I knew what type of crowd it was because they was rose petal people. So I was like, oh, my God, you don't want to be seen up in this spot. You didn't want to be seen in the rose petal if you was one of those folks. You feel me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. "Ah." And then that next weekend when it went down, I was like, yep, this is just one of those spots. It's one of those spots you just don't go to. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I think every every about every city has one of those. Mm-hmm. Every a lot of cities have one of those where you just like oh folks there ain't got no money. If you That's go there, you like you know exactly you need to be on alert. Mm-hmm. You gotta if you gonna go, you go go and leave. You're you don't stay in that parking lot. Yeah, yeah. And you, you take you, off your jewelry before you go you in. Point you know the situation <laughs> in the parking lot before you. That's why that's so funny. You said the parking lot situation because. There's a lot of places you'd be like, you know, I got to figure out where I want to park because I got to figure out if I got to leave my fast, exit, yes. where's my exit mm-hmm. is going to be, who is who I got to walk through to get in the door mm-hmm. and all that stuff. I parked off site. I was like, if I got to run, it's not going to be to my car in this crowded parking yeah, lot yeah. right here. <laughs> I'm finna run in my car. I whoop, 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 and I'm out of there. Right, street mm-hmm. parking. Street parking. Mm-hmm. See, Chris don't be listening. When I go, when we go out, I'm weird. I watch because you know, two of my sisters back to are cops. The wall. My back is always to the wall. I'm watching how security moving. Are they looking at people? Who are they looking at? And why is that person looks? Does this Chris, person look like, strange? Is he I acting can't. suspicious? I'm a people watching. I'm a corner too. I'm I'm always in the corner because nobody gonna be able to sneak up behind me. Mm-hmm. You feel me? I need to see everything. Yep. You feel me? Mm-hmm. It was just I like, don't like that surprises night, that night. Mm-hmm. I was like, boom, boom. One of my boys from Union walked in, and I was like, whew, okay. I know I'm good. If he go down, you feel me? Yeah. Boom, boom. He can go to the trunk for somebody. All right, wow. cool. We're good. You feel me? Yeah. But I, I kept my eyes on everything because I don't like I, – I don't even go out like that because I'm like, if I do go out, I like going out to, like, nice, elegant spots. I mm-hmm. kicking it with the white people or the bougie black people. Cause Blue Note, <laughs> my shout out to my people at the Blue Note. Because you know, I mean, I, they, they know, I know at least how to keep you safe. Mm-hmm. Every now and then, a crazy white person come up and kill everybody. But you know, that's a little. You that's know, movie theater. It's one every couple of six months or something like Man. that. Right. And yeah. you know, it's it's a random spot. You know, you just don't trip, don't don't you know, be nice to white people. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay, we're going. We about to talk about this. Uh, probably the nastiest thing I've seen. I, I, didn't see even, in I know what you're gonna talk about because I couldn't uh, even finish watching it. I, I turned it off. I got nauseous. Man, did you see it? I think it's I disrespectful. No, man. I, I I I have a different opinion about it, but I I I, I, I you know, it is what it is. I There's a way to do everything. Not. That's not the way. No. All right. So I, this this is what I want to say. Then. People watch that and everybody say, oh, my God, Jesus and Jesus this and Lord and Savior, I'll do anything for Jesus. And, ah, 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 ah. What he was trying to show was something that actually happened in the Bible. Mm-hmm. And what he was trying to help people understand is that you can block your blessings 
by not following what following the divine nature that Jesus had for you just because you feel something does not fit the mold that you in. So if you think about it at that time where this blind man is 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 supposedly getting ready to be healed by Jesus, I mean for somebody to go and spit in their hand and then know. wipe it across your eyes, I mean for you to be resilient enough and say, "Hold on, pimp, don't touch me with that." I mean it it, ha it like he said it can get messy and does that mess block you from going forward so i understood the analogy the funny part about this is this is the second time he's done it and this is why i have a problem with it it's the second time he's done it he actually did it two years three years ago with the same with the spit and stuff yes he actually took dirt the last time took spit took it in his hand made a mole and wiped it over a man's face I actually watched it, and nobody said anything. Now, all the outrage and everything. The only reason that this is outrage is because people feel like they can cancel people for anything now He's over the past year. No, no. So my issue no was what came from his mouth, there was a white clump still stuck on the man's face. I do not do. <laughs> he chose his. Yeah, that do was his brother, too. Let's, let's be real. That was his Period. brother, too. So he also chose somebody. He didn't ch just choose some random person that he that's didn't love. know or whatever. He chose yeah. his brother. Somebody, and, and so that's my thing. I just feel like... I dropped because, my baby niece when she drooled on me. I don't play games. I hear I you, but I, I, my, my problem is now is because of 2020, 2021... People feel that just because I don't agree with what you did, mm -hmm. everybody has to be uh, ashamed. And no, that's not that's okay. Not right. That's no. not okay. Mm -hmm. Just because you don't agree, then unsubscribe. Exactly. That's all you have to do. Do like unsubscribe. I did. Turn it off. I'm going to let them people stay at that church. But I'm Un just saying, I can't. But, but what I seen it was for what it really was. Because guess what? If if Jesus walked up to you today and hocked this and hocked the loogie and did that to you and you said no, you just blocked your blessing. I wouldn't say and, no, you know, but I would cry. I ain't oh, gonna lie. And, and, but see, that's my thing is so now, <laughs> no, so now it becomes acceptable because in that moment you feel like you have a divine nature. But when somebody is showing you an example of how it the process could be and how your mind could possibly be thrown off in that mm -hmm. situation, it becomes unacceptable. And that's where I have the problem with people at is because you only accept it because you agree with it as soon as the disagreement comes we can't agree to disagree it's just like and that becomes our our, our issue uh, i've seen so much uproar when i first seen it i was like they didn't see this man do that three years ago god did and when i seen it the first thing that thought about me was i think i'm just built different because the light bulb went off on my head it was like dang like that man could have said that's nasty and stayed his, the rest of his life blind. Instead, he just accepted it because who Humility. did it? Exactly. And so that that's where I clicked at. Instead no, I of seeing the, the actual message. I think I a lot understand of people, the context. I, I, yeah, I think a lot of people if you know I think if you know Bible, you know God, you understood the context. I think a lot of people who were like, let's he needs to be canceled or that's just they're doing too much. Those are most of the people like like you said, those are people who don't know anything spiritual. Mm -hmm. They know that anything that the church does that they, that they see anyway. that they think is weird that uh 
the church is doing too much. Like the church is doing they too much. They spitting in people's mouth on a yeah. regular basis and yeah. they call it sex. And so I mean, there's no they but, just but Tuesday battles. Yeah, and but it's like yeah, it's, they're just like it's also historical. It's a historical reason to it too, though. But I mean, and nobody looks at that as well because in the Jewish tradition, the firstborn. The firstborn son of a family spit is supposed to be blessed. And that's why Jesus did that is because he was considered Jewish. And so and he was considered the firstborn Jew of his his firstborn son of his family. So he had to hold some Jewish traditions for people to follow along with what he was the, the movement that he was making. So that was also a reason why he chose spit over anything else. And so that's what we get. But a cultural divide. But I think, yeah. But I think also people just like that was just the act. The act out yes. was a little much. I think yeah, that's that, what people that, are like. The, the act, sound of you could have just made it more discreet with your spit. The, yeah, the I, way think, to, I think. I'm like, uh-uh. yeah. Oh, well, okay. Sound means sound. Right. When you're not there and you're hearing it, it it's it can be very disturbing. Because I, and I that, that and um, you know. That, that's almost like a sound like a sound of disrespect. If someone honks a Louie in your face, you. what's going to happen? Okay, and also, Immediate. let's take this to the same Jesus. The crucifixion was supposed to be a sign of humiliation. And we look at that as a sign of redemption. Mm-hmm. So the, the same the same things that we look at as discussed would be the same things that freed us from the things that we held in bondage from in the, in the past. And that's the problem that I have. So what he was trying, also trying to do was, you can't, if you if you took a little bit of spit, if I took a spit that I had in my mouth right now, and then tried to make a clay form and dirt, it would not be possible. What he was trying to help that would help us understand was, in order to make that a much spittle to create a clay, it had to sound disgusting. So, and we're talking about a blind person. Yeah. So now your your senses are heightened. Yeah. So. As disgusting as it might sound to you, two somebody with two eyes that can see. Think of how disgusting it might have been to somebody who to could somebody not see anything. Yeah. But it's also in what form you're getting it. So if you're just getting it from somebody who's like racist and spitting in your face, that's fight time. That's true. But, but we're getting, we're it, from getting it from the Son of God. Exactly. And we're getting it from somebody who's trying to help you grow yes. spiritually. So in order for you to do that, what they're trying to say is in order for this person to to... To embrace the blessing that that God had for them, they had to endure this this moment Mm -hmm. of 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 what most people would consider doubt. Yeah, of saying, "Does is this going to work? This don't seem." I mean, we've all been somewhere and seen somebody do something and be like, "You know what? I don't know if that's going to work." And it worked, and you be like, "How'd that work?" You know, like, yeah, yeah. and so we've all seen that. And so what he's trying to say is, how are you going to get to the other side if you can't get through this point right here? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And no. so, and so, but nobody's seen that part of the message. Everybody just heard the, <laughs> and wipe it across his face. Nobody took into account of the person he chose. Nobody took into all these other aspects. And then had this man coming on, on his own life, seething and apologizing for trying to help you grow spiritually. Mm-hmm. I don't think he should have had to do all that. I'm just he did because you, nah, you know he, he made world news because of that. I think he, he but he, I think. But, they but now they want to the spin. Word. They want to spin this no, it's, as it's, something it's, else. Word has nothing to do with it now. Because no. I, when I listened to it on the way here, me, my daughter, everybody cringed. I said, "Oh, but I understand what he was saying." Did I not say that? Yeah. I understand what he was saying, but just the sound of it, it was. I think his <laughs> his apology was you know? more of a. His his uh, 
apology the next day. He said he crossed the line. Was more, yeah. He said he crossed the line. But the thing about it is that I don't think he really, I don't think, but he, it, it would be different if he, it would be different. Okay. If he had acted out what David did with Bathsheba to a certain extent. That would yeah. be that would be okay. You cross the line, right? Yeah. I think that pe- because the optics, but why? Because you can people act out were one, like, you act out the rest. "Oh, you think you're so good? You can you can spit on people." But it's it's also people who are not in the church because people in the church were like, "I get the symbolism. It was just nasty." Mm-hmm. But yeah. at the same time, we got what the message was. It is he's apologizing. For the optics yeah. to people who don't under like like you said, don't understand under, understand anything like spiritual, and to who don't hold the Bible in re, like yeah, in, high in regard. regard, high yeah. regard. It, it's funny because I had this actual three years ago. I had this conversation with somebody because, like I said, when he did it the last time, I that that almost empowered me spiritually. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh my god. That's so amazing. You won't, because you won't I see, see it. it. You don't no, see. Well, it, it was more than just... I knew the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew how powerful the story was. Yeah. But when he was able to show me an example and I was able to think about it and be like, yeah, if I had my eyes closed and somebody was hawking a loogie into their hand and was finna rub it on my face... <laughs> I probably would be. I would There's probably. A difference, though, I, if I can see, I've been throwing blind punches. You would have been like this. Who's going to connect? Pimp, what you doing? You feel me? But but then I, I but then I do understand the, the the entity of God, and I understand the purpose of Jesus, and I and then when I look at a lot of things that were done to get us to where we at now. If we looked at them through our our own human eyes, they would never make sense. Mm-hmm. I and feel so like I it, get it. It would be less, um, I don't know, lessened when he did it a few years ago when you said he molded dirt with his spit because you're thinking, okay, it's less of the spit, more of the dirt. Oh, in no, your mind. You know, more. you try to reason oh, no. rationale. It was na- that, was, that, that was nasty. Was it? So really? if you think about it, if you think about it, one person, you just got spit. Now, you talking about you went outside. Got some dirt. Got some dirt off the ground. With your spit. And you mixed your spit <laughs> with We've it. We all played in dirt, so that's why it didn't bother me as children. We, You know, you go digging the dirt by your garden and you don't think nothing of it. We all drink backwash. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh. <laughs> your own let's only, be, I hope. Let's be Look. real. Uh, We've all drank backwash. You got kids, you drank backwash. Yeah, you know what I'm right. saying? We I all swear you just said bath water. We're talking about someone what? who could turn water to wine. You know, I'm, so I'm saying, like, I, like let's uh, I yeah, understand backwash. the extremities, okay. and hey. I understand how our minds could have a blockage when it mm. comes to that because I experienced it when he did it the first time. Mm. But I also was able to see past it and understand what he was really trying to do because it's bigger than just a man who is blind seeing. Yeah. Like, we all have problems. We all have... It's like me right now with my car situation. I ain't been able to buy a new car because the the process of it has just been... just It's, it's just been t- tolling, you know, and trying to get back and forth to work and, and mm-hmm. rentals and doing all this extra stuff. It's been tolling, you know? And I could just be like, you know what? I'm just tired of this. You know, I don't want to deal with this no more. 
instead, I know that there's a light on the side, a light on the other end of the tunnel, and I didn't do all this work for nothing. It looks bad right now. It's taking all my money right now, but eventually, mm-hmm. the rights are the rights are going to be the wrongs are going to be right, and right. so. I, I understand it for symbolism. I understand it for what it means. And what he wants to do is a lot of churches have gotten a bad rap for just talking about it and not being about it. Yeah. He's actually being about what he's talking about and getting rap and getting and getting flack for that. Yeah, because nobody talked about how they donated seven million dollars. People don't talk about all the stuff that they to, do. People to a, talk a church about, that they are not connected to, a pastor they don't know. We they, talk. Let's talk about how they got, how they even got the building that they got. Let's talk mm. about all the stuff that he said that that was going to be done before they even had the money to do it. But he was nobody talked about how how steadfast the man has been, how faithful the man has been to his craft. Like he's took in being a pastorship to another level. Yeah, he's grew something that a white man had and has made it almost one of the biggest churches. In our in the country, uh, he's rivaling with T.D. Jakes and, and the Joel Osteens and the people out there in four five years. Yeah, and he's because he's talking in the language of the people he's trying to reach. He's he's they understand they the understand they, in they, his mouth exactly because he's and he's younger. He's not the youngest. No, he's but he's also he also My relates age. and he's like hey I'm. He, I can relate and on this, these points, and I think the act out was, if let's say he would have just taken some water and whatnot and and did it like it would have been fine. They wouldn't. What it was was that somebody, people who saw it from the outside, I can't believe he just spit in that man's face. Exactly, they took it. I think they took it, and they took offense to it because they take offense because they and this a lot of people were like. See, that's why I don't go to church anymore. Even though that's not you true. That, that was yeah. exactly. Oh, no, that what you're talking about is co- both the cultural divide that. where spit is offensive, whereas then it wasn't. Right now, if someone spits in your face, yeah, no. it's offensive. For him, people were just looking for a reason to be. But, mad. Pe- but yeah, people, you're absolutely yeah. right. But people, people were looking, looking for a reason to be mad and at the, mad at the church. Even though they already are They're mad at the church, whatever. He had no other blemishes. Yeah, they're no waiting for you to do something that they don't like. They love his marriage is one to be adored, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, and the the way that they've grown is something to admire and inspire and inspires people. Like he has, he has became an all around pastor. He's became what you expect a pastor to be. Yeah, he don't wow. wear the fancy, uh, the fancy garms and all that, you know. And he mm-hmm. looks like me when he walks out there. Yeah. But at the same time, he's everything you expect a pastor to be. He's very intimate. He speaks to his people. He teaches his people. He makes sure that when you come out of one of his sermons, you leave better than you came in. Yeah. He's everything that you wanted a pastor to be. So I think people were looking for the chink yeah. in his armor. Yeah. Right. And I think where the, I think they found it. Because regardless yeah. on if the fact if he did wrong or not, they know one thing. They know that he's going to come out, he's going to sympathize, and he's going to side with them before he sides with himself. Because he, what I believe what he did wasn't wrong. But because of all the backlash that he got from it, the, 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 the God-like man that he is, he's going to say, guess what? If I offended you, I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I crossed the line. He may not have crossed the line, 
But but to you, since you feel that way, I did. And so that's what makes him an amazing pastor. That's what it calls humility. Yeah. And that's what makes him a... He's an amazing pastor. And, and so I don't think it was wrong. I seen him do it three years ago when I, when I seen you guys talking about it. So I ain't even going to lie. It threw me for a second because I was like, spit. I... I because I seen it before. You were like three years. No, oh. I thought split. No, no, before I seen it before, I thought split. So uh, I didn't see it right. I'm like, oh no. I know him and Natalie didn't just get divorced. <laughs> oh no. And I, went, I went fast to it. And then I seen the spit thing and I was like, is this old? Because I know it happened. This was pre COVID when it happened. So I'm like, and so it might have been four years ago. Mm. And so I'm like. Now people were triggered off the COVID stuff. Yeah. 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 And so I'm like, hold on. You know, but everybody been at home. People yeah. go watch stuff on TV, YouTube more. Everybody got time. And so, yeah, mm-hmm. more eyes are on it. And so I click get it. Bait. All you got to do is yeah. put All you got to do is put it in there. Oh, somebody said, oh, my God, he spit on this man. And that's, you know, it's a story. Yeah. Pastor spits on this man. Not anybody. Pastor, Pastor spits yeah, on this man. Yeah, you got to put it in there, right? We're talking about the spin of it, yes. and not using any concept. Yes, con- context. All you do is say yes. mega mega church pastor spit on member. That's you, it. You'll get a million a million clicks. Yeah, that's it. You made your money. Yeah, yeah. The story they gonna read it every. People gonna be like, oh, for real. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Like I thought he hawked a little and spit in somebody's face, hey, and there was yeah. an altercation. No, he was he was demonstrating, demonstrating. something from the Bible, mm-hmm. and people people went overhead uh, over and then him. lost the context of the well, whole. lost the know. whole because con- they're not even talking went about. Overhead. Yeah, nobody's talking about Matthew. Yeah, nobody's talking about any of that. Nah. They talking about how could you take spit in your hand and wipe it on somebody's face? Mm. Yeah, that was that was I was I didn't I didn't I was like, but I get the I get where it's coming from. So I was just like, I think people were a little grossed out because of the the like the extra spit that was, that dropped down. I was just like, like if I but for same for me, if I see a plate of spaghetti, I want to throw up. Unless so, there's a ranch on yeah. it. No, that's nasty. He no. said ranch. <laughs> that's even nastier. So that's why I'm like I I got like I'll be like, but this oh, oh. he does have a palate of a, like a five year old. So my spaghetti was slapping the other way though. You know <laughs> Eat more than that. <laughs> but we're gonna get to this last topic. Uh, I wanted to talk about uh, this new bill in Florida. Every mm. month. <laughs> Ooh, that thing is nasty. <laughs> what? That 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 discrimination. Uh, it's it, everything. Oh, that's nasty. Yeah. Everything the in Florida. Word. Every month they they do something else to. He's he <laughs> the, the the governor is really trying to court the people. He's basically Trump two point He's okay. a smart. Oh, he's uh, a smarter uh, Trump. Okay. He's a he's a smarter Trump. And I I think he think like he's like I'm the next one, but. You still have Trump like sitting there like I'm I'm the kingmaker. Here, yeah. And the governor, he's that that base, he does everything he can to try to please his base. And oh, it's yeah. like, it used to be a swing state. That thing is all red now. It's red, yeah. And, and 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 that's the thing. Like it's like, oh, now this discomfort bill, uh it, it, it is moving through. Yeah, the racial discomfort bill. I said discrimination. Racial discomfort bill. It's it's stupid. 
It is. Yes. It's the Cats dumbest the thing bag. I've ever heard. Cats of. out of the bag. They it's the dumbest thing I've ever heard of. Right. But it's it's. What else do you expect? That's they just letting everything slide. No, I mean, what else do you expect? Well, and it's well, the thing about it is like, it's people trying to dilute. Like in the one, and they're so like the whole the whole thing about it is is that. There's like, oh, we got we got to do everything to get our base riled up against anything that will ma- will make change. We we got to focus on these things that are not really the problem. So let's focus on let's make them focus on CRT. Let's be real, because this has nothing to do with CRT. So no, it doesn't. No, that's, it, that's, it's, it's totally different. Exactly. So what's mm-hmm. what's funny about it is, is that they did an amazing job like with this bill. Mm-hmm. I, I read over it. They did an amazing job because they can't say that this is geared towards one person. It actually looks like an equality bill. Yeah, it, yeah that's exactly what it is. It actually is. looks like yep. an equality bill. So when you look at it and you read over it, it's like, okay, well, yep. you can't make nobody feel bad for being who they are, yep. right? Exactly. And, and so it's like, yep. so okay. Case, let's not put Mark Twain in in a... In a in schools anymore, right? So it it becomes this weird thing because it's like... Yeah, because they can say, well, Mark Twain doesn't make me feel bad. Yeah. They can say Mark Twain, they can say... Makes me feel bad by some some literature in there. That's what... See, that's that's the conversation. That's the conversation. Well, that's the conversation, but that's also how people who are strategizing, they're like, um, on the other side, they're like, look, we probably going to have to get these parents of children of color, so black parents of black kids, Hispanic kids, native kids to say, hey, uh, y'all not talking about this makes me uncomfortable. Like, you, y'all not talking about slavery makes me uncomfortable now. Mm-hmm. Or how you're... And, but it's like, it's crazy that we got that, they, that they're going to have to... It's, it, but still, but do those tactics. So, but, and so, so that's not as strong as a, that's not as strong as a, a of a, it's just like how I was talking earlier about dating, right? And it was like, you know, this chick can't treat me because cause a dude done did this. You can't hold me to that same standard. Well, racism has gotten to that same point mm-hmm. because white people are saying, you know what? I'm not my ancestors. We we didn't own those plantations. We don't, you know, even though they don't realize that in that time, the world they were gaining they were gaining resources off of free labor mm-hmm. for hundreds of years. So they don't we don't they, we don't talk about this. So you benefit from it. Mm-hmm. Hundreds of years of you, exactly you benefit from it, and society and the system has been built for you to benefit from it. Yeah, continuously. Even though you wasn't physically there, and so what they're trying to say is you know. Well, we didn't intentionally do it, and we're trying to get better, so you shouldn't hold us to that standard. No. And the thing is, is like, we're not trying to hold you to that standard. We are not treating, because if we were holding you to that standard, we'd be lynching y'all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Let's just get that right. Mm-hmm. We yeah. find a couple of y'all down the street, you'd be hanging from a tree. Mm-hmm. You, if we had the opportunity, if we had the opportunity to burn some stuff in your front lawn, we'd be doing it. Mm-hmm. You know? But that's not that's not how we get down, and so let's 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 understand that you know, we just it's just hard, <laughs> but yeah, that's just not how we get down. And so in reality, it, it has to be, it has to be some type of realization, some type of truth 
to the history of America for us to feel like we have been redeemed somewhat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, because then the next steps after that follow. Once we solidify what the actual truth and history of America is, the next steps aren't hard to take. But as soon as but as long as they're cloudy, you know, mm-hmm. it's always can be a denial on the next step. They're trying yeah. to fight the knowledge of the past. If you don't know your history, you can't fight it and you can repeat it. The problem is, we got to look at it this way. I don't feel comfortable that my people were a commodity. I don't feel comfortable that once we were not a commodity, you started murdering us. Mm -hmm. I don't feel comfortable that you started breaking up the black family in order to uh, kill generational wealth of our people so that we're stuck with kibbles and bits. Yes. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but at the same time, they can also, like, there's a lot. It, it, I, what I think about it, the whole thing is, is like, they're trying to protect, like, they're trying to protect this, like, like this entitlement. They're children almost. They're, um, yeah, yeah, but it's it's almost like. Protecting tyranny. Yeah, and but it's like they're. Their children are not are gonna go into the real world, mm-hmm. and also you've got huge players in the state who, um, who who are gonna have to buck against that. Like Disney, Disney is headquartered in Florida. You don't think there's gonna like they had a bill? They had a bill that uh, it was a COVID bill. Uh, it was one of the COVID bills they had where it was just like. The company can't uh, enact, or or they can't censor people from certain things online, except if you run a theme park or a, a destination. Because the carve out was for Disney, it was for di- that in, in that bill. The carve out was for Disney because Disney's the only one. There's only two, two or three big parks in the in the in the in the state. Mm-hmm. So it's like. You, and you've got Disney, who was a global a brand. They're not gonna regress in their uh, promoting of diversity. Oh uh, 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 yeah, a promoting diversity. So they're gonna it's gonna come up to clash with this these laws in the state. So it had to look favorable to everybody. Yeah, and so they're gonna have to they're gonna change some things because Disney it Disney has lobbyists. So Disney's gonna go to these people and say, hey, look. Because there's gonna be it's gonna be online. There's gonna be petitions like, "Hey Disney, y'all need to boycott some of this stuff going on in the state." And if you don't, we'll cancel uh, Disney Plus, or we won't go see a Marvel movie. They don't got that kind of power. But you hear all the backlash for things like uh, on Eternals about how diverse it was, and you see, I see it's always the same people. Well, that's the thing. Like people, or Black are, Panther. people are yeah, people are going to push. Disney to push the envelope there. And so that's why they lobby. They're going to lobby for certain things in these bills, like these carve outs. And that's where you get it, where they're going to be like, well, we tried, but it's at the same time, it's, it's up to people to say, to do stuff, something more than just uh, say, oh, that's bad. And I feel right. like I know people in Florida, they don't even know a lot of stuff that goes on. And you'd be like, how you live there and you don't like because it's supposed to be a a secret like i watched earlier and the lady was like i don't feel like my six-year-old should have to learn about slavery because 
you know, that's about racism and we're not about racism, but that's our history. Yeah. So yeah. if you're talking about your history, why are we suppressing my history? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. What about my mm -hmm. children? Mm -hmm. Because they're well, still going through. You know what I mean? So it, I it's do, just crazy. I do think that, and, and this could be unpopular, I do think it's irresponsible to teach a young, young child um, that. And the only reason why I say that is because their minds are so immature and very, very easily influenced is that it's easier to teach them a hate for somebody else through that type of literature. I do believe that it is a history that should be taught, but um, I do believe you can condition somebody to think a certain way if you start to teach them something too early. It's like you don't you you don't cuss around your kids. You don't you don't let them watch certain type of TVs because we know how impressionable those things could be on their mind. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean little kids jump off of stuff and they eat they put their they put they put stuff in their mouths that shouldn't be put because of the influence that they have from certain media and all that type of stuff. So we know how influential they could be teaching teaching them a certain level of hate for the without, There's a without, way to do everything. No, but I'm saying teaching them a level of hatred without them having the uh, the discernment to be able to dissect it and understand why it's being taught to them is a, is a difference than them learning it in U.S. history in high school because I believe at that point they their minds have matured enough to be able to understand what it is as the the history lesson for what it was instead of the initial hate that was behind it towards their people. And so that's the, that that that's one thing that I see in that to where as a parent I would have a problem with it because I wouldn't want to raise my child that way. There's but certain things in my years? life that there's certain things in my life that my my son doesn't know because it could he wasn't ready to know that information. Right. Yet there's a day and time for him to know all of that. And so that's that's the thing. I think that that it should be taught, but it should be responsibly taught. And I think that black people, because of our our disappointment and our anger in the lack of teaching, we're we're being too aggressive to who should know this mm -hmm. because we feel like it There's been be a known. lack of information mm -hmm. instead of being strategic about how we teach this information, because let's be real. Our counterparts are very strategic about how they teach the information to their children. And that's why their children are still striving in this country. Mm -hmm. And ours are struggling because we force feed them too much. We we put them in situations to where they become more toxic than actual uh, members of society. But our children and, can see the difference. How long did it take for us to get a, a Disney princess with even melanin? You know what no, I mean? No, I, I hear all that, but those aren't our... And, those aren't and this our is battles, thing. too. No, no, no. Those are battles to fight, but at the same time, we this is not a traditional country. This is not a country to where we are natives to this country mm -hmm. to where we've created the culture of this country to where what we can't we were brought to this country so as we free, to fall in line. We were, as commodities you know, we were brought to this country as free labor and free labor yeah. only mm -hmm. and because it became bad for the people who ran this country if we if we rebelled 
they had to they have to if you if you realize if you watch america all america does is when everybody starts to rebel or starts to become dis discouraged or dissatisfied with the the direction of america they shift and so in reality that's what they did they said this is not going to be good if they so we're going to shift and what they shift we've seen the 13th amendment happen and then we've seen a lot of our people end up dead or in prison they figured out how to shift and that's always what they're going to do is because we didn't come here and the thing that they had on their side wasn't they they didn't educate us so we came here and we started our fight uneducated Mm-hmm. And so we've always been behind the ball because we haven't been educated in our fight. It usually comes from a point of aggression, disappointment, anger. So if you really see anything, whenever we protest, our peaceful protests are threatening because they don't always seem peaceful. Because mm-hmm. even though we're not breaking stuff or doing all that, the aggression in our voice, mm-hmm. the anger, mm-hmm. all that, you hear the pain yeah, and people you say, you know what, that's threatening. Because when the white folks do it, you know, little chants and stuff like that. They make that little gun, little, oh, we won't know. And the little bells and all that type of stuff. And they sing a little Catholic hymns and doing all that. You, We sing Negro spirituals and and everything has a, 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 there's a, there's a, intensity to it mm-hmm. and and that and that that scares people so whenever we approach uh, and wherever we approach certain things there's an intensity there's an intensity <laughs> so there's an intensity to everything that we do and i don't think that a lot of people or a lot of people who are outside of they don't understand don't, why. don't understand it or don't even know how to deal with it and mm-hmm. so we're always seen as the problems are are you know too aggressive or are misunderstood and i feel like I, they're being attacked just because we're expressing how we feel about our history uh, uh, we're not uh, trying to attack you know what i mean yeah. but we're trying to bring it out in the light and they're trying to fight bringing out in the light in order to like keep it suppressed. The at them. I'm and not it just makes us it. even you know more I'm angry. I'm just saying this is what yeah. we've been through. But I think, and this is why I think also away. like there's like where the the balance comes in at is that like you have like the case of when uh, the schools are integrated and you had uh, uh, little Ruby. Like you got pictures of her being escorted into school, being the first black kid. She was like maybe eight or nine think about how terrifying that was exactly yeah, but eight, also right. it's like Maybe. shouldn't like i think that's the question is like shouldn't kids that young should should kids that young learn about things that our kids have to deal with at that age because a lot of people who will attest to it not all black people, but a lot of black people will say, hey, I've I experienced racism. I experienced all those things when I was seven, eight, six, seven, eight, nine, ten years old. Mm-hmm. How come my counterparts shouldn't like how how come they don't have to, they don't have to learn? They, they don't have to experience that. Should they have to learn that? And I get your point when you're saying, hey, sometimes their minds like you can twist a a mind to think a certain way. Mm -hmm. And I think the thing about it is like, like you said, the knowledge of something sometimes is not like, Hey, I want to beat you with a sledgehammer because I want you to, to know, I want you to like 
understand where y'all where y'all messed up at. But I think it's the understanding that hey, you can put like you can put a burden on a kid. Like there's some things that our our children, some things our kids and our like that are black, brown, that are Indian, that are native, yeah, uh, have have experienced early. Yeah, they don't even and know they're being discriminated against. Yeah, you know and I mean? it should be teach, should be show that in the schools because, like, I think that so you have to, you have to, if you're going to show something like the Holocaust and World War Two, what happened to the Jews yeah, and to homosexuals, and what that, happened, and that's very, very important that you say that. Mm-hmm. Nobody ever talks about that, but it's very, very important that you say that because we read literature about uh, some chick. That set up in yeah, a, in a, yeah. in an mm-hmm. attic and died yeah. like that, and she mm-hmm. just left her her diary behind. And we had to study that for literature, yes, in, in, in U.S. history yep. mm-hmm. and in English class. It was a book. I mean, so mm-hmm. we study that for hit literature, but there, it goes no further beyond that. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. so let's be real. That that's very very important. Yeah, because we don't because we don't they don't call what blacks went through a Holocaust, but it was it was a it was a Holocaust and. Like, like, it was like concentration camps. Exactly. Yeah. So you would live yeah. and die yeah. under the yoke yep. of yeah. and evil so, men that yeah. pr- that pretended to be good men. You know, like I wouldn't say. And they still use the same yeah. Bible we use today, right? Like, and yeah. I think I think, no I, but, yeah. but I think it does. It's an honest. I think that's an honest question to the to the debate. Is like, at what age do we start? I I. I w- no matter what, they're the wrong people. Like in the South, where they're fighting this kind of thing, they I, are uh, they're raising their children to hate black and melanated people anyway. I think they should have a life preparation course, and I think I think in that they should teach you know uh, kids stuff like you know budgeting. Yeah, they like start that. with sex ed mm-hmm. for some reason. No, and, and all that, but <laughs> but but it, it 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 all in all that they should also teach the the diversity of the world, and I think at a young age, and I think and and I think this is how I got it, um, from a young age, I was always taught my uniqueness as a black kid. Mm-hmm. So I was never taught that anybody else was bad. I was always taught just my uniqueness as a black kid. And I was always taught different things. It, it was important for my parents to empower us as young black kids. So learning about Jesse Owens and my dad was big into the uh, Negro Leagues, you know. And it, so we learned about all those type of things and the, the essence of Kwanzaa. I mean, we had all these black books and we had all these things. So Afrocentric and being pro-black was was the very first thing. So we understood that. And as we aged in that and then situations came up, they let us understand the type of world that we lived in. And that's why these mm-hmm. type of things would happen, you know. Um, but I don't think that we prepare kids enough for the world that they're walking into we give them the x's and o's of the world right this is how you this is how you count so you know how to count money this is how you read so you know how to read a contract and 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 this is how you stay on a system so you know how to keep a job yeah that's what we teach people but we don't teach them that when you go into this world yeah it's crazy and 
people aren't fair. And it is, uh, it is uh, the goalpost moves depending on what you look like and what skin color you have and what sex you are. And, you know, all these things matter. And we don't take any of this into account going into the world. We're all, we graduate from high school, all 18, 17, 18 naive kids thinking mm-hmm. that you, the whole world is in front of us and we're about to, we're about to tackle life and, you know, it's going to be great. And then you, you start to, you start to get beat up by society because it's like, nobody prepared me for all this. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I I, I didn't even know how to apply for a car loan. Like you get hit by moves. Didn't even know how to apply for a car loan. You get hit by financial systems that you weren't prepared for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you'd had no idea to counteract. No. Nobody yeah. And, and so it's, it's it's a lot of these things that we don't prepare people for and this to be and I think that's I think the purpose of the school systems to do that is for that to become your distraction later on in your life. Because if you think about it, more, more times than not we're not really distracted on the differences in our races until we become teenagers and adults and, and live on into that because that's when it becomes very, very uh, open because then it affects your livelihood. When you're a kid, it really doesn't affect your livelihood like that because mm-hmm. you got people to stand in for you and protect you. When you become an adult, it affects your livelihood because it depends on how much money. I, I'm the same, A white person can have the same skills that I have and make more money than me. I don't know because I being a single mom at a point in time was raising a son who's mixed but he looks white my son looks white he's lighter than Chris and I was always fearful because he came from a home where his dad wasn't there so he had anger issues so he would go rage and I Mm -hmm. was scared because I'd be like you're gonna go to school and you're gonna be flipping desks and People aren't going to treat you how they treat your friend next to you because they, they don't know understand who the your rage. mom is, yeah. and now you're a black kid to them. You know what I mean? And so that always scared me. You know that would always bring fear for me. So I had to teach him young. You are half black, so to them you are black. Yeah, but colorism you know? is a thing too. If, yeah. if we see you, and they treated him different. Let yep. me tell you, it scared the mess out of me. My son. His first girlfriend cheated on him with his best friend. My son went to that school and was like, "I will kill." Anybody who steps in my way, because I'm going to kill this dude and maybe even the girl. Do you know the police came and was like, calm down, son. I think they thought I was a friend that was coming to help. They was like, your mom's upset with you. You should ride in the back car with us and maybe she'll have time to calm down. And they drove my, the police Mm -hmm. officer drove my son home and wanted me to calm down. I was like, (laughs) Sir, Might as well, sir, my ma'am. black self. My you know what I mean? Self, it wouldn't have been that way if it <laughs> yeah. was one of y'all. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I already know because, see, I was a bad kid. So the, I, the I school, got it. This is how white my son looks. <laughs> they pulled him to the office. I was picking him up from school because he tore the bathroom up. Uh, and they said, do you know who that person is? And he was like, that's my mom. And they were like, that's your mom. <laughs> you know, so he was like, and he got angry because he wants you to know he's black. You yeah. know, he don't look black. He's yeah. like, yeah, that's my mom. You yeah, know? they're like, so they're like, that it's so down. so okay. different. Yeah. It, for me, I so I was in sixth grade. I punched a PE teacher on an accident because he grabbed me from behind. They took me in a, the office in cuffs and everything. See? They talking about that's taking me thought. to jail. I, I, I got expelled from school and the whole thing. And I was just they didn't like, even he walked up behind me. I got witnesses. Everybody told y'all what happened. I just, you know, reacted. And it was just like all on a whole thing. Act like I was death threat towards the man. And so I, I, I do understand the differences in that. And it, it is, it is what it is. Like I say, you know, 
Because I, I used to date a, 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 a white chick, and her, her son was mixed, but he looked like he was white. And they would, always, they would always say that, but I was trying to help them understand, like, that's not how the world is. Right. We, 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 don't, we don't get your results to your 23 and me. Yep. This is what we see. Yep. Exactly. You know, Mariah Carey was white to us all, up. all the time. And she's right. white to me. Yep. I found out that she got black dad. I went, what? Who? Cool. <laughs> <laughs> you had to show me him because I didn't believe it. I'm tripping. But that's what I'm saying. Like, you, it, the eyes tell one thing. You are thing, what you look like to You them. are what you look like to everybody. And I had to help somebody understand that. I was like, no, oh, they just, you know, I. She one day her son was wearing a do rag at the school and the, and a dude told her to take it off and was like and I'm like you gotta realize that you know you live in a white neighborhood he wearing a do rag do rag to a white school of course they think that's what that is mm-hmm. they're not saying it because they think he look black because if you look at him he don't look black yeah. so that's not what they're saying it they say what they're trying to do because see in reality they would have just said he was a gang member what they're trying to do is say little white boy don't you be like the rest of them dudes exactly. take that do rag off. Yeah. That's what they're trying to do. They don't know that you're really don't black. Don't let them impress you. And yeah, they don't know that you're really black. Yeah. No, you already black. Like, yeah, yeah. Don't, and don't. they don't know that you took the do-rag because your dad wore do-rags and you wanted to look like your dad. Mm. They don't know that. But they only see what they see. And when they Can't see the it, they feel right. like, I'm protecting this little white kid from it, being like the rest exactly. of these They're trying yeah. to protect you and they're you know? trying to stop a cycle. Yeah. 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 And so they don't know. We only see what we see. No, they don't. And so this was... You know, and you know, I mean, some people would tell you. Now you're being judged for what you got on your head just to protect your hair. Yeah, I mean, he really didn't need to wear. Isn't that the weirdest thing? He really didn't need to wear a do rag because he had white boy hair. He just, he had, he didn't cut it like that, so he had the little, the white boy high top thing. You feel me? He just wanted to be like his daddy. I wasn't mad at that. You feel me? Like his dad wore a do rag. I'm like, I ain't mad at that. You feel me? You look up to your dad. And that's the little fashion thing he got going on. You're like, oh, I want to be like my daddy. Okay, cool. Right. You feel me? I get it. But, you know, it, it is with my son want to play basketball because his dad played basketball. He ain't good at it. I tell him, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but um, I feel but like is, every yeah. child should be treated how my yeah, son was yeah, treated. Right. I really feel that way. I was angry. Like, they probably could have locked me up because I was so scared of what was going to happen to him even though, Nothing was gonna happen to him because he looked like them. But you, that's your son, and you know what he is. So that, that's what I'm saying. You don't see him the rest of the, the rest, rest of the world see him. Yeah, how you gonna you see him for who, me? You, you see him for who he is because that's your baby. Mm-hmm. They only see him for what he presents. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's the difference. You know, which was just angry to yeah. them. Whereas I saw he was hurt. You know, yeah, very hurt. And yeah, somebody else could probably get hurt. Exactly. In that moment, because yeah. he's going off of raw emotion. And I didn't know, but they were just like, oh, calm down. We're going to give him a ride home. Oh, calm down. Shit, I would have got like, a ride to the station. Yeah, you would have got a ride to the station. And your you parents would come pick you up from the station. Yep. I actually got, that actually happened to me before. And he had told, he cussed out the officer. I mean, yeah. I was just like, oh my God. But in, that other, in those moments, <laughs> see, in, in those moments, see, they black, have, boy, black boy can't do that. Yep. No, they that's have, what I'm saying. They like, have and more that's so patience for those for for anybody else, for a, a black for a, a black that's child, so there's more patience for anybody else. The black child because they see what they think, like the like what D.L. Hughley said, the the most dangerous place for a black man or a black person is the imagination of 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 a white person, yeah. it, the, because they imagine, and this is not everybody. But in those situations, a lot of times, those people imagine the worst happening 
So everything is governed by perception. Yep. yep. And so with, with is this bill. Yep. It's yeah, all everything. governed by perception. All governed by yeah, perception. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, I, I'm going to feel discomfort because I'm going to, like, it, you, you at work, you working with grown adults, and you're going to be, like, because you think? So, so but, but and that's the, that's the thing, because you know what? I'm, uh, I feel discomfort for the simple fact that my history is being erased and the fact that, my my beginning in this country is not being acknowledged mm-hmm. and the struggle that i've had to go through to get to where we're at in this country has been disintegrated so why shouldn't i feel this uh why shouldn't i feel some type of discomfort in that when it pretty much this bill is saying white people shouldn't feel um any sort of guilt for what their ancestors did and the position that they've been able to put themselves in in this country and pretty much lack to acknowledge that we're not only a staple of this country, but if we weren't here, none of this would exist. Yeah, Mm -hmm. That's true. And I feel like they're acting like we're shoving racism down the children's throat when they're shoving having to be in a relationship. They show on Disney Channel either gay, lesbian, or having to kiss boys. Like, I'm like, these children are in elementary school. Why is everything, my boyfriend's not with me? You know what I mean? Like, you guys are teaching these children from a young age that being in a relationship is what you're supposed to be in instead of focusing on yourself. Now, normally I would... I would, you know, comment on that. <laughs> it's a new year, and I'm, I'm new year, I, new I day. promise people that I am going to grow. <laughs> well, look at that growth. And right then I there, went to Marv. I went to the Dave Chappelle show on New Year's, <laughs> and and I felt like me and him are growing together. <laughs> he gonna let the Lord use him. I'm so, mad, but I'm just saying. There's but so I, I, much. I, I, I do I do agree with that. I do believe that we're in this state to where we are pushing people to think the way we think they should versus allowing them to have the experiences. I ain't gonna lie. I think a lot of people are gay now just because it's the end thing. Like My niece told me at nine years old, I was like, you kissed a girl? She was like, yeah, I'm bi. I was like, ma'am, hold up, spell it. Spell it. If you can't spell it, you ain't it. Yeah. Like, let's work on this because yeah. she was like, well, my best friend told me I was like, see, this, this what I'm is saying. the this problem. Is a, it, and people are so accepting exactly. of it now. It's like, okay, but, well, I but can But the just teachers are more accepting of that than our history. Yeah. And this is new. Yeah. I mean, it's not new because there's been several people who have wanted to come. You know what I mean? Not talking about them and their... But what I'm saying is... The now, acceptance of it uh, is new. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. The how it's all-inclusive, this is uh-huh. new. And yeah. then when you, you hear about our history, you don't want to... Uh, you that's gotta, exclusive. Catch, that's not all inclusive. Oh, but also, only people who talk about that is black people in their own circle. Yeah. You can't talk about that outside of that. We're definitely excluded from the they, equality of what they think is equality. This discomfort bill is not the only bill because they also passed. They they also pushed forward a bill uh, with the gay, lesbian, trans. You they you cannot. So you can't say. You can't say that you are, or uh, don't say you're gay. I think that's what it's called. Uh, let me let me look it up. What? Uh, it, this so is, what are you supposed to say? This is this is this is a bill that it's. It, so basically, <laughs> they want you to. Let me see. From now on, I want everybody to reference me as the King of Zumanda. <laughs> Hell yeah! And I'm and really I'm changing noted. my name to King Joffrey Joffrey. <gasps> <laughs> yes. You don't want to be that. 
You don't want that. Not 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 Joff, not that Joffrey. Yeah, okay. I'm talking about you feel me. Yeah. We talking about coming to America. Yeah, Joffrey right. Joffrey. Yeah. Joffrey, yeah. yeah I'm Joffrey, like, Joffrey. you don't want to be Joffrey. To America. You don't want to be Joffrey. Joffrey. Oh, yeah. Here it is. I don't want to uh, be King Joffrey from no, Game of Thrones. No. Not that one. No. Right. That's what I was saying. I'm like, are you sure about that, my boy? I got, I got no got feelings for him. I got no feelings no, for that one. Either. Okay, this is <laughs> a, a Florida House Committee on Thursday passed a bill. Seeking to ban discussions of sexuality and gender identity in schools, classrooms, uh, which LGBTQ advocates say will effectively erase LGBTQ history, culture, and students. Oh, well, see, guess it's what? a par- parental rights and education bill. Uh, we should come first anyway. I think we should become first. I think black people, all this stuff should. Be- Ours are like, are you know what this is like? This is like going to a restaurant, right, and ordering your food. But the person who's behind you got a bigger order, and they food came first. first. Yeah, right. Jeez, that it's, saying that, uh, it's, it's saying <laughs> that it's saying that it's last It's saying it will block teachers in Florida from talking about LGBTQ. Plus topics that are not age appropriate or develop, developmentally appropriate for students. No, because you got these young. But the, the, the problem is, you got we've made it so open that you got these young kids coming in talking about it. So now these teachers feel like they gotta make comfortable places for all these different personalities, and it's like you don't even know who you are, pimp. Exactly. You have no idea. You think you want to be a, a fireman? <laughs> right now. But they're right. seeing it more. We all wanted to be firemen at that age. You feel me? Like, they're seeing it more because. They don't right know. Now. They don't I think know. One of my coworkers who, who, you know, she's married to her wife and her daughter. And then her daughter is like good friends with my niece. And so this is where she's saying, well, I've seen it before. I go over to so-and-so's house. And it's not like I'm going to stop her from playing with her. You know what I mean? That baby has nothing to do with who her mom loves. That's, that's all. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's who they love. But. You know, what I'm teaching you and what you need to understand is you don't even barely know yourself. So choosing who you love right now, we're going to save that for later. Yeah, but we did the participation award, you know, thing. And everybody, just be yourself. And we don't care. And all that. Ooh, I, I didn't sign that one. And all that. And that's <laughs> what we've been pushing to all these kids. Everyone's a winner. And, you know. Everyone isn't a winner. Uh, we just seen Tom Brady get bounced from the playoffs. You feel me? Everybody don't get to win all the time. We that's just need to teach them not to hate. And that's the thing. But I think that's a fair point. I think what well, I really, I'm with that. I'm no. With, with, what they're saying with that is I'm totally. I'm totally with because I do believe that we're pushing the sexuality thing on. It's just like I was talking about race. These kids' minds are, are too impressionable. Mm-hmm. But at what I think at what age is it is it okay to talk about sexuality, um, gender identity and stuff like that? Because you can't teens like you can't run from it and we can't like dip and dodge from it, and I get what you, I get what you guys are saying, and I agree that sometimes this stuff is like 
it, it's in everything they consume. It's in everything they consume. And so it's like, hey, well, I should be because my friend said they were or I seen a, an adult couple. So I think I should lean towards that. But I think these, also these cartoons and stuff now, or these, these TV shows on Nickelodeon and all that, they got it too now. So I'm saying mm -hmm. it's all it's all around. And now it's so, so impressionable. So I'm saying a kid could watch TV at home and go into the school and be talking about it. You that Like how you shut that out. You know exactly. It, it it's it's with a lot of things. Like today, on the way here, my niece's mother passed away, so we're adopting her. Well, we didn't allow her to go to the funeral because her mind is still impressionable. I don't want her to be the last yeah, sight of her mother her mom, yeah. in mm -hmm. a casket. Well, she went through my mother's phone today, which I went and seen off the pictures of it. and saw her mother in the casket. And so that messed me up because yeah. all I'm thinking is, now she may be crying at night. Like, I had already planned out in my mind, when she becomes a teenager, I'm going to take her to lunch. We're going to unpack this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because then her mind is able to understand, you know, why I didn't let her go to the funeral mm -hmm. with all these people yelling and cussing and screaming and crying over her mother and she doesn't get a chance to, you mm -hmm. know what I mean? So just that, it's like children are impressionable. Like, give them time for their minds to grow. Because right now... We're feeding them everything we want them to know instead of allowing them to process. We're not letting them be seeing. kids. Exactly. Mm -hmm. This they're is going, not they're, on they're, their mind. They're being born into this world yeah. already becoming adults. They have to they have to deal with all the stuff that we have to deal it's with. Not fair. Except for bills. That's it. They're not paying bills, going to work every day. Well, that's next, other than, I'm sure. No, but I'm saying <laughs> other than that, it's but I mean some places that's child sweatshop. Some of Oh yeah, it's like that's already going but, on in some yeah. countries. But 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 they shouldn't be having to worry about their sexuality and who they're going to be dating and all these type of things. And even who hates them and who and like all, all mm -hmm. these things. That we always say, let kids be kids. And then the first thing we do is steal their childhood, exactly. you know? And, and so that's, that's, that's a problem. Like these kids should be in environments where, they can they can build relationships with people who look different from them and learn how to share and do all these things and learn how to coexist with different people. But I think the worst thing that did happen, and this is a popular too, is segregation. Mm -hmm. And the reason why I say that is because the black schools were struggling already. And they were struggling to get the materials that they needed to be able to properly teach kids. So the integration came from, well, if we got to these white schools, we could have white people supplies and i think when when that happened we depended on them to educate us and we lost resources to be able to educate ourselves and so yeah we depend well, they on assume we would just take their stuff and be well, happy no with it. Now, well we do because now we depend on their educational system to educate us and that's that's the that. only problem is that the only problem I, ha I always have with black people is instead of creating our own curriculum, we always fighting with them to change theirs, mm -hmm. you know? And let's be real. If I came to your house and told you to change the decor, you ain't feeling that. Cause I don't, that ain't my house. And I think with black people, we, we want so bad for this to be our country. Let's be real. It ain't our country. Because if it was, these wouldn't be discussions, here, right? right. Mm -hmm. But these wouldn't even be discussions right now. Mm -hmm. And when you try to build something like Black Wall Street, and you try to make something for yourself, they come and destroy it. Exactly. And then 
they they don't see any uh, any kind of repercussions for their actions. There's no they don't backlash. there's no backlash. There's no justice. Nothing. Yeah. Think about it. There's there's no, a, we two, see it now. We see it now. There's two races in this whole world that's not identified by where they came from. It's black and white. Everybody else is identified by where they came from. And if you if you don't want to believe, that's the biggest power struggle that you could ever over that you could ever encounter. Because as long as you're considered black, you never know what you are. So as long as you don't know what you are, you can never grow from where you at right now. Yeah, history, yeah. And you'll never be able to identify with anything. And so with us, that's what we struggle with is finding what we can identify with in this country to make it feel like it's home. That's why mm -hmm. you find a lot of black people who are like, that's not my struggle. Mm -hmm. yeah. I, I'm not black. I don't even consider yeah. myself that I've never been, you know, no, you have not. But you yeah. have to understand your history or else, and which is why they're trying to tear it down. If you don't know your that's history. That's why they pulled the wool over your eyes, ma'am. Yeah. yeah, of course. It's why you don't know the native language of the country you come from. Let you slip or up. The, they're going to treat you the like what you look the language, like. Or the culture of the country you come from. You don't know what yo the first ancestor of the country that you came from name. You can't even be proud of yourself anything. or what you're what yes. you're you, you know nothing yeah. like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. But yes. guess what? Every other culture that mm -hmm. exists in America besides those two that I told you can trace themselves can trace themselves all the way back. Guess what? Even the white folks can trace themselves all they have from their family so, lineage over the sea. A lot of people yes. don't even know is that a lot of these white folks, if you go to their house and you start seeing them, they have their family shield yep. the, from the century, the crest. Yes, yep. I was mm -hmm. talking all about All those the type crest. of things. Like, they have the all that. So you think about it is the, the power struggle is if I call you white, I don't know what you are. So I can't trace you back to anything. So it's always a mystery. You could be an Anne Frank. But you could also be a Christopher Columbus. Mm -hmm. But see, with me, it ain't none of that. We just know you black, you came from somewhere, and you were here on free labor. Whatever your past was, it doesn't matter. We created your past, and we dictate your future. And so that's the biggest power struggle that could ever be. And so I always tell people, try to do the best you can to find It's hard, but do the best you can to find out who you are, where you come from. Mm-hmm. Because if you ever do that, you're able to empower yourself, then they can't I tell you anything. that's Chris's biggest question. Mm -hmm. Oh, my biggest goal is to... I, I know what side my white side is from. And I excommuted myself from them because they want no part of me. Mm -hmm. the but exactly. on the other side, <laughs> I, I can't trace myself back past over the seas no, because there's no why? way you can. So what, what happened was, you see, they cut you off from that other side. Because what they, they didn't were trying to do me. was empower. Well, see, the thing what I learned is, see, they if with the half and halves. I just want to, I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, I don't know. I'm uh, at ground zero. I can build myself up as strong <laughs> yeah, as I want you can. to now. No, you can, though. And so that's where, that's why I say, oh. But you can now. And that's why I say it's more, it's more important to figure out, like, you put the work in to figure out who you are. Because a lot of people will try to stunt you knowing who you are. And and so a lot of times when you have situations like that to where it's a, a different uh, culture for both parental size or different races for both parental size, you see that a lot. 
like especially when it's white and black you see that a lot like the white side either tries to embrace that kid and do everything that they can to make them not want to mm-hmm. be involved with that other side you know or they just completely cut it off or they put or it's a situation to where that person could never even interject themselves to be able to make themselves known because that side never was okay with it. And so, um, yeah, you, it's a lot of the work I've learned our generation has to do on our own. Mm-hmm. Uh, the further uh, past generations had a little bit more of a relationship with, you know, um, you know, when it goes back to, you know, grandparents, great grandparents, I, I, I haven't seen a great grandparent in a long time. Mm-hmm. I remember I knew my great grandmother. I, I ain't seen a great grandmother in a Live long time. A or they so young, they just don't want to be called great grandmothers no more. You feel me? Yeah. So, they got TikTok. Yeah. Yes. I'm a Only fans. Only fans. Don't do us like that. But, <laughs> but no, but that's, I think that's real. That's, that's real that like getting tracing back is harder. It's hard. And there are some other like there's not twenty three and me, there's like a black ancestry um you can you can go through. But even still, it's hard to know what village like it's hard to uh, attain like when you, you you like, oh I wanna go there and stuff like that, but it's you like You don't know where. You don't know where. And even if you found close where you still have to do so much versus uh, other people, other races. Like I, I, we grew up around people who are Hmong, and Hmong. There, it's like um, they're like uh, sub a subset of people from like Laos and like Thailand and, and like in like the the mountain region and stuff like that. And they came here and they have. Tons of communities, little communities, all over the country, yeah. and they can trace. Yeah, all the way back. You could call them. You could call them Asian, yeah. mm-hmm. but they can trace exactly where their great grandparent parent was from, yeah. or yeah, their, yeah, their yeah. Or, or their grand or their grandma was yeah. from, or who who came uh, from there over here, and so a lot of that is, and we're fighting for, we're fighting for relevance. In in our in the history books that our kids are being taught, but also it's fair to say, hey, maybe they're a little too young. But also, I think there we have to balance it out with: are they a little too young? What are we sh- what are we teaching them? How how much longer before? Because if we don't, if they don't, they they grow. Say they grow up in Florida where they got these wacky bills, and they go out into the world. They're gonna go out of Florida. Mm-hmm. They're gonna get a they're gonna get a sticker shock yeah. when they come up Completely. to some folks. Like I I can say what I want about you guys. No, mm-hmm. you can you get yeah. you you will get your butt. You will get your Step behind kicked. So yeah. I think that's one thing. I think we don't teach the pride of being black that we used to teach it, how we used to teach it. Mm. You know, um, we just tell people to, you know, accept the fact that you are it. Um, but, you know, when I was growing up, there was a pride that, that, that put into being black and, 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 and understanding what it was like to be different and, and almost have the world against you. Um, but it was a progression thing. It was like the pride of it came first. And so... Once you were proud of who you were, you embraced all that other stuff, 
like the slavery and everything. You understood that that was like a history of it. And we wanted to figure out how to go forward. But that was because there was a pride in being black and you wanted to see black elevation. I think people have gotten to this point to where it's like almost like get rich quick schemes. You know, everybody just wants to see it because they want to be a part of it or they just want to TikTok it or Instagram it or, or, you know, that's that's what we're in right now. But there's really no pride in it you know, there's no pride in the pray in the marches there's no that's why we do so many of them there's no pride in any of that it's more of a oh wow it's a it's a relevance it, it seems like it's more about relevance now than it is about pride mm-hmm. and I, I, that's a difference you know like i said we were proud to i and i think it was so different because it was such a struggle still being black back then so all the little thing, all the little victories that we had as black people were always, you know, we always monumized those and, and those became, you know, uh, historical landmarks for us. And I just, uh, I mean, our kids now, historical landmarks are, you know, George Floyd and Michael Brown and Eric Gardner and, mm-hmm. and those things. And those weren't our landmarks. You mm-hmm. know, our landmarks were the, people that our, were the Jesse yeah. Owens and Hank Aarons and, you know, and and Bill Russell and, and, and Martin Luther King and, and Malcolm X and Rosa and, and those people who stood for something. And, you know, when their life was taken, there was a whole legacy behind it. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like George Floyd and and no disrespect, but it wasn't like you know we are having to prop up a guy who was handling uh, who's giving a, a a counterfeit twenty dollar bill. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, of course when Martin Luther King got shot, he had a little hussy in the room, but he did do a lot of work up until that point. So there was a whole body of work that we could look on and say, look what this man did. Yeah, he made some mistakes, but look at what this man did. With George Floyd, we could say, dang, he made some mistakes. But we don't know the body of work of a George Floyd, so that becomes their historical landmark. Mm-hmm. A man that they know nothing about who was killed in, uh, who was killed by the police, and that has to be their motivation to go forward. When uh, when we have, we got speeches that still live to this day from the man who took his life, from Mal- Malcolm X, who we had a body of work from Hank Aaron, and we seen the death threats that, uh, people seen death threats that he was getting, don't you break, baby home run record and he did it anyway yeah. like things like that you know like though the, the resilience of being black was was a part of our culture that we were building and they took that from us i think a lot of it has to do with the teachers that we have we didn't have a lot of black teachers back then we had a few but there's more of our educated children nowadays going to school they're 20 year old teachers and 23 year old graduates who are now becoming teachers and they feel like they're putting it on their shoulders to educate more that's why we have so much of the conflict now because people are learning who they are like my daughter i'm gonna give a shout out to jackie at curtis because she didn't get to see a lot of that and even growing up in university place it's more white folks but she was a black teacher out there and my daughter felt set apart because she didn't have the hair so she didn't feel cute and that teacher pulled her into the office like you're gonna stand in this mirror every day you're gonna come in my office and you're gonna tell yourself I'm black and I'm okay and you know and so you know she helped build her up when I wasn't around so teachers like that who are like no you're okay with who you are be okay with who you are you know you're just as great you don't have to be better because you're just as great you are an equal but I think you know? also, like, a lot of these problems in these school districts 
uh, is the teachers, and we can we can get out of here after this, uh, but um, the teachers, but also you have guilt, you have people who are who feel guilty for the yeah. way they've treated people of other races, and now they sit on school boards. That's true. And now they sit on parent boards. Now they sit in PTA meetings, mm-hmm. and. They might have got put on blast, gone viral for snapping on somebody at the Starbucks. And now it's but, not fair. But now they're on that PTA board and they're like, oh, I shouldn't be, our yeah. kids shouldn't be made to feel like this. I acted up, but I shouldn't be made to feel like I made somebody feel bad because I've, I talked about their race. Exactly. So how about we How about we do this in the schools? And the teachers shouldn't teach so some of these things and my kid is asking me questions and now I got to answer why grandpa acts the way they did uh and what was grandpa what was grandma doing uh why did I see her in pictures saying no no blacks and like right. what do we do and like wait yeah. wait but hold on you shouldn't be made to feel bad about that so let me let let me since I'm on this school it's board we're going to pass some of these we're going to pass some of these things and let me talk to this this councilman and this senator, and let's try to pass these boards because I don't want to have these conversations in my house. Or I don't want to feel bad when I have these conversations and somebody accident or somebody records me, and this is just what I said mm-hmm. because that's what popped in my head was you know, as soon as the progression of everything came, out, social media came out, and we were able to capture moments that we weren't able to capture previously they capture them with their parents yeah being racist they'd be like so we're able to capture these moments that we weren't able to capture recently i was just thinking about it like you know those two black men at starbucks social media wasn't Mm -hmm. around they wouldn't that that would have never gotten a lot of day when and two black dudes would just got disrespected in starbucks Mm -hmm. you know or um, Rachel Floyd. Nichols saying whatever she said about yep. uh, Maria yep. Taylor or you know any of these hot mics you know that you are people they, they had the um, what's her name um, the, the Republicans talking about uh, Joe Manchin and all them like oh, yeah, yeah. oh thank God for Joe Manchin Man. and all them <laughs> hey if you want to get anything done hey just call Joe Manchin's office you know he got he got us in our bed like and that that like you wouldn't hear all these behind the scene things and social media didn't exist and everybody didn't realize that they caught a clip that could make them possibly famous and I think that right now is is has has put put white America in a position where we got to change the rules mm-hmm. now because mm-hmm. and that's why I said is they always change the game goalposts when it oh, affects them mm-hmm. and so it's like we got to figure out a way for us to be able to to live within this new age and not be held accountable for all these Past things yeah. exactly and now so, they're all being brought to light and now they can't escape from it no but now they can if you just write legislation yep if you just write a law yeah, not the not we know about it now. Cause you guys, what? All right, so there's a company. It's a, it's a it's a it's an organization called Alec, and it's A L E C. You can yeah. Google them. Yeah, I've and heard about And so them. what it is is it, it's a corporation and and lawmakers, and what they do is they write up the legislation. So uh, we think that it's these politicians our jobs to fight them now. Yeah. So we think it's politicians, and we the Senate goes into this room. And they're writing up this bill. In reality, 
it's law. It's it's like senators and stuff like that going to like Copy. Walmart yeah. and all these big corporations. They sit down in the room and they say, "All right, how are we going to structure this bill to where we can th- it can have impact, but it doesn't impact us?" Yeah. And so they structure it so that they all are they all continue to profit. They don't get any blowback. You just think about it. anytime something happens in this country that it seems like it could be a, mo- a monetary blowback. What do the companies do? They always hop on board. Yeah. Black Lives Matter hop on board. Juneteenth, hop on board. Mm-hmm. Anything Asian hate, hop on board. LGBTQ, how they get, hop on they, board. They got, it, it doesn't. Yeah. They hop on board or anything because all they're looking to is monetize, and so that's where and that's how. Why you think super PACs and why you think they donate to politicians? With and with Alec, a lot of times it they just literally copy and paste. Mm-hmm. They copy and paste and send it on. There's this, what is it called, uh, Heart, Heartfield or like Heartstone or something like that. But they like, they're like a conservative think tank. And all the bills, the anti-riot bills and uh, these new anti, anti-CRT laws, they've been, uh, they come up with the ideas they come up with a with with what it should be in the bill, and they send it to a senator. They've already given these senators and stuff like that money, so it ain't nothing for them. Like, oh, these people who donated to my campaign, they sending me something I should I should bring up in a bill, and I I could probably get it passed too. Well, the donations right. is necessarily is to solidify it. Yep. The, the, the donations is saying, hey, the donations put you in position. It gets you in the door. Donations put you in you. position. Now do what I told you to do. Yep. Because money is power. We, we we talk about look at your boy Sleepy Joe. Mm, yeah. How many promises has he kept? None. <laughs> he didn't kept like none. Because because guess what? Because guess what? All of us that voted for him to do all those things. The fact that you can count. We didn't line his pockets to put him in the office. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. See the people who lined lined his pockets. Put him in position to be able to get the votes. That's how they do the tour buses and the flights, and they do all these. That's how they get the money to do all this. Somebody sitting behind him saying, "I will make sure you. I, we put you in front of the public. We put you in the perfect position to make everybody love you. You woo everybody. Take them in, and now you do our bidding. And that's what it is. What it usually is, you know. And so, yeah, that's why we we all know. It, it, we go for it every midterm. We go for it every re-election. We all know that they just selling us dreams. Yeah, we vote for it anyway. And the difference. We hope but that we hope. But pockets with someone else's. Yeah. We I, hope. Yeah. Now, don't get me wrong. Obama, he kind of helped us a little bit because he kept some promises. Mm. Some promises. He didn't keep all of them, but he kept some. You mm. know, so we like, all right, we rock with you. You kept some. We know it was hard. You came after Bush. Cool. You know, but... But in reality, we all knew before this that politicians don't keep they, they keep keep state to what they campaign on. Mm-hmm. We know this. Yet every time we it hope that we gonna get somebody that's gonna be true to it, not understanding that they're trained. Mm-hmm. This is what they're trained to do. They're trained to tell us what they're they're trained. They are pimps of the country. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. And so that's just what it is. They they tell you what you want to hear, so you can say, hey. I put my vote behind him so that they can go in and do the rich people bidding. And right now, it's 
we but we can if we can get them to not make it diverse and not make that we we can talk no nobody talking about race everybody's equal nobody's talking about race anymore that's the that's gonna be the next the next thing is like they're gonna make you feel bad for being white and it's like y'all could be mad about spitting the face and 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 Dave Chappelle talking about trans people and 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 your dude in Texas saying that uh, 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 because uh, the school district got thirty seven percent black teachers that the, the, the dropout oh, yeah. rate is yeah, higher. Yeah. <laughs> 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 wow. Dropout rate is four percent higher because they got more wow. black teachers. He was saying <laughs> like, hey. he blamed it on the black hey, teachers. Sure yeah. wow. All that's gonna distract you from that was, that's really sh- going on. That's, I was like, yeah, I think that we should talk about that next episode. But. Thank y'all for tuning in, Black View Podcast. Uh, we'll see y'all next week. Everybody yeah, should be here, so right. we're gonna have even more fun. Uh, thank y'all tuning in. Uh, like, share, subscribe the YouTube page. Help, help us get our numbers up on the Instagram and the Facebook machine. Uh, see y'all next week. Peace.